Welcome to the Next Level Soul podcast, where we ask the big questions about life. Why are we here? Is this all there is? What is my soul's mission? We attempt to answer those questions and more by bringing you raw and inspiring conversations with some of the most fascinating and thought-provoking guests on the planet today. I am your host, Alex Ferrari. I've always wanted to help the audience take their soul to the next level. So I've partnered with Mind Valley and other amazing free courses on spirituality, mind, body, soul, longevity, wealth, and so much more. All you need to do is go to nextlevelsoul.com forward slash free. Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the show, its host, or any of the companies they represent. Now, today on the show, we have Sarah Landon, who is one of the most popular guests we've ever had on the show. Sarah is a channeler, an author, an all-around amazing soul. Sarah channels the divine counsel, and the knowledge that comes out of her channels is pretty profound. And in this episode, they do not disappoint. We have a live channeling session where I ask the counsel some very difficult questions, and the answers that they give are not only profound, but can change your life. So let's dive in. I'd like to welcome back to the show, returning champion. Sarah Landon. How you doing, Sarah? Hi, Alex. So happy to be here with you again. Yes. You know, I'm so happy to have you back. You know, our last conversation was a a handful of months ago and uh, the audience really loved our conversation and the council and the council's information that came through. And it it took us both by, by, uh, by surprise to say the least. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I still remember our emails. I'm like, what's happening? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Something... (laughs) There's a wave with this interview and I'm just going to ride that wave and we'll see where it goes. And it's still growing uh, every day. And and this information is getting out to hundreds of thousands of people um, around the world. So that's why the second I saw the beginning of this wave, I come like, you have to come back like ASAP. Let's book you right away. Let's get back in. And and so we're going to talk about um, the book, of course, the wisdom of the council. uh, And we're going to have a chat with the council. Uh, who's who's a favorite of ours here at, at Next Level Soul. And uh, but first and foremost, for people who don't know who you are, can you tell everybody a little bit about who you are? And we obviously, if you want to know more, you can reference back to the other episode, which will be in the show notes. But just a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, I would say I'm a very normal person who lives a very normal life. I grew up in a very loving Christian family in a small town in the Midwest. I got into technology after uh, studying personal development. I got into entrepreneurialism and technology. I was in the corporate world for many years. Uh by all measures was living this, you know, successful, normal life. But inside, I knew I wasn't really living my purpose. I had no idea what my purpose was. If anyone would have told me I'm going to leave my corporate career and start channeling a group of non-physical ascended master beings on the council, I would have said, you have the wrong girl. That is not me. Uh, But I did resign from my corporate career. And I was 
following my guidance and, you know, really desiring to live my purpose and my highest potential, although I had not discovered what that was. And through a series of divinely orchestrated experience and events and meetings, I ended up coming to a uh, QHHT session with a woman I had met at a yoga class, which was about connecting to your higher self for answers about your life and your purpose. And I never could have imagined that I would in that process open up to the energy of the council and their incredible wisdom. Uh, if you watch the first interview, I had an experience when my brother passed away in 2001. That was my first communication with spirit or someone who had passed over. I believe my incredible love for my brother and wanting to connect with him after that experience kept my channel open, allowed me to continue to reach for that vibration. I had started doing what I now know is automatic writing in the middle of the night when I was in my corporate career and this energy would wake me up and I would start writing, but I didn't know where it was coming from. I was aware of channeling, um, but I was not correlating it with that's what I was doing. I didn't know what automatic writing was at that time. I didn't know that I could intentionally choose to connect with my brother or, or receive these messages, which now we know how to do. And I teach that. Many people teach that. We all have access to that. We all channel in our own way. And this is available to everyone. I had this deep desire to answer life's biggest questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? How do I live it? What's our highest potential? What is God? Where is heaven? You know, all these different things that, that I, it was this desire inside of me. Now I never could have imagined that that desire and passion for wisdom and answers would lead to me actually being a channel for the wisdom and the answers to come through. But from the first moment I received the counsel, uh, the, the love, the energy, the information, I just wanted more and more and more of it. And so uh, the QHHT practitioner became my best friend. And we, every couple of days, we were going through the meditative process to bring in the counsel. She was asking questions. We were recording it. And the information just started changing my life. When I applied it, it just started changing my life and her life. I shared it with a few other people and their lives completely transformed. And although at the time it was my absolute greatest fear to share with my family and the world and my <laughs> former corporate clients and, and, you know, partners that, I'm now channeling. <laughs> I mean, it does but, clear a room. I mean, it does clear. A room. <laughs> you know, I will say, Alex, <laughs> things have changed and it's because of what you do. It's because of all the incredible speakers you have on your show. People are waking up at expeditious rates and they are looking for this information. They are having experiences and they may not have anybody in their 
friend circle or their family life that understands what's going on. And so that's why your show is such an incredible success, uh, certainly because of you and the energy and the light that you are. But you are connecting people to the answers they are looking for. And that's what's making this very mainstream, very approachable. I have no problem talking to anyone about what I do. I just think it's a, it's a, you have to understand kind of where they are, right? I don't walk into a room and say, hello, I channel a group of non-physical ascended master beings that are here to give you a grander perspective of your human experience. <laughs> does, does anyone have a question? Does anyone have a question? Does anyone have a question? Ma- ma'am, this is McDonald's. Why are you here? Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, but there, there are many times when, you know, you, you share with someone, you, I help people get in touch with their higher self and their purpose. I, I share a bit about my experience when my brother passed away. And people are open. People are looking for this. People want this. Uh, They want more. They may have been following some spiritual teachers for some period of time, and they're ready for more. And you're bringing and connecting them to these incredible beings all over the world that can help guide them. And And to me, as we were talking about before, I this wisdom changed my life completely mm-hmm. changed my life. And I can't not share it with the world because I see people on a daily basis. I get emails, I get messages in my programs or my courses or my master's class that people say, this has completely changed my life. In fact, yesterday I started a, a new channeling group that I do from time to time. I take people through the experience of opening their own channel and connection to higher wisdom. When I first met this woman or actually heard her speak on one of my uh, course community calls, she had just lost her son in January, her, I believe, 18-year-old son, who was her best friend, soulmate. She was devastated in deep grief, really struggling. This woman is now in total peace, in total harmony, knows that her son is with her every moment is helping other mothers open up and connect to their children on the other side. She is channeling him any moment, anytime she wants. She's getting messages from, she knows he's there. She knows he's now her guide on the other side. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And there is just a piece There is so much power in that, so much love that we open up to when we go beyond the illusion of separation. I, I, in the last, since we talked, I've, I've had a lot of experiences in my own life. My father was diagnosed with stage four cancer. My 14 year old dog passed away of a variety of other things, Mm -hmm. but this wisdom works and it works perfectly. And I can tell you, I did not experience one moment of unconscious, triggered, painful, emotional, upset reaction to any of that. It's so beautiful if you allow it to be. And to me, the wisdom of the council is what has helped me to get to this place in my life. And we can navigate through these things with love and we are all way showers of what is possible and you're certainly bringing that to light with all the work you're doing alex i truly appreciate that it's very kind of you 
and my condolences for everything that you've gone through in the last few months. We all go through things uh, throughout life. But you know what you were saying earlier uh, that was really, really uh, interesting is that as I've been doing this work, I was also terrified, terrified uh, to come out of the closet, if you will. But as I start meeting friends or colleagues, they start asking me about it now. Mm-hmm. And they're much more open about and the conversations we have, even people from the film industry who are reaching back out, they're like, hey, um, can, can we talk? And, this, and, and then these deep, dark, like long, winding conversations about spirituality and the fabric of reality and quantum physics and reincarnation yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And they go, thank you so much for this conversation. I can't talk to anybody about this. Yeah. Not I I can't find other people that I can have such a it's stimulating and deep conversation yeah. with. And they go, your show is something that is is that kind of like fix. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. at least hear somebody else. And especially if you're in a part of the world that there's absolutely nobody around you that would even understand yes. anything that yeah. we're, we're talking about. Yeah. And that's the beauty of what YouTube and podcasting yeah. and what we do yeah. is so. Um, no, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for guests like yourself to that they keep doing the good work. And I'm just playing my part in the in the in the journey. Well, you're uh, doing an awesome <laughs> job. So so I wanted to bring in uh, the council who uh, I love talking to. They're always so great. I have a bunch of hard-hitting questions. <laughs> All right, bring it on. Deep spiritual <laughs> questions. And also, by the way, last time we spoke, I, I read all the comments. So people were like, Hey, can you ask? this or can you ask that and some of these questions are are those kind of questions are tough questions are you like oh that's a interesting let's see what the council has to say about it and um i'm really looking forward to hearing what they say so when you are ready my dear awesome yeah let's bring them in so if you're uh seeing me channel for the first time i just take about three deep breaths and they will begin with a message for us and then they'll go to your questions alex and for me i my Consciousness doesn't leave my body. I experience it all from a much higher level of consciousness, but I'm aware of everything that's going on. My eyes are closed and that just really helps me to focus because they bring through so much information so quickly that it's just, it helps me to focus. So if, if it feels good to you, if you're listening to sort of close your eyes, if you're in a place you can do so and feel for the energy, um, just allow it in. You don't have to figure it out. Just, just feel it. So here we go. We are so pleased and delighted to have the opportunity to speak with you on this fine and glorious day indeed. And we remind you that while our words to you are important, this is a vibrational experience of remembering the truth of who you really are and why you are here and all that you intended when you chose this magnificent life experience. Because we assure you, Your life is meant to be so very good for you. We could not be more excited about how far you have come and about what is going on, not only 
in your vibration, in your consciousness, and how you are summoning more energy than ever before, but how your collective is opening and allowing the vibration, the frequency, and the energy that is available now. This is going to be a epic adventure now and forevermore for you. While there never needed to be any hard work, you didn't come here to struggle and suffer and sacrifice, but in your experience of being in a level of consciousness, which we refer to as the third dimension of separation, you believe in the lack, you believe in your limitation, you hold yourself in fear. You perceive yourself as separate. And this is when you have to push and force and effort and try to figure it out and struggle. We would say that you are coming into the knowing beyond even trying to fix yourselves and heal yourselves and fix others, but into the knowing that you are pure love. And as you come into that knowing, that state of heaven on earth or a new earth reality, there is just more joy, more love, more peace, more freedom, more of all that you are. This is a grand adventure and we could not be more excited for you. So let's hear your tough questions. <laughs> first of all, thank you so much for being here. I, I'm really excited to talk to you as well. My first question is, what is the third dimension? Indeed. So we do not intend to create any sort of hierarchy, but what we bring forth to you is an awareness and as you begin to move into that awareness, you begin to perceive things differently, which means you draw expanded experiences to you, new things to you. And as you experience these things, they become truth and that expands. So this is not about your logical mind figuring all of this out. It is allowing yourself into this level of awareness that allows you to create an extraordinary life experience as you begin to perceive things from a grander perspective of all that is possible for you. So this is not a hierarchy, but the majority of your collective human consciousness is at a vibration or a frequency where they are in the third dimension of separation, an experience of believing themselves separate from their source, from God, the divine, separate from each other, separate from what you want, separate from the money you want or the health that you want or the relationship that you want. And so you are playing with energy and form from a very slow rate of vibration and frequency. You believe you are your circumstances and conditions. Now, throughout one's life, you begin to ask the question, which often may come after you've lost a job 
or a relationship or a loved one, or you've had some sort of experience that begins to bring forth the question, who am I? Who am I really? Because I feel like I have lost the thing that made me me. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Who am I? Why am I here? What's the purpose of all of this? And that is actually an elevated state of awareness. You know you're not your circumstances and conditions. And you begin what we would, and many of you would refer to as this awakening journey. For some, it's very fast. For some, it's uh, over many years. For some, it's quite turbulent. For some, it's beautiful. You get to choose. But then you move into the fourth dimension of what we refer to as transformation. You realize you're not your circumstances. You're not your conditions. You can fix them. You can change things. So you move into this state of transformation, fixing things, changing things, healing things, processing things, releasing things in your body, in your finances, in your relationships. And you move into this fourth dimension of transformation. Many of you have been in the fourth dimension for many years. And you are ready, and it is time for you to fully move into the fifth dimension of heaven on earth, a new earth, pure love, unleashing the magic of the entire universe in your life to live an extraordinary, magnificent experience beyond anything you ever thought possible, filled with the most incredible magic, miracles, and divinely orchestrated experiences every single day. But the doorway from the fourth dimension into the fifth is to let go of judgment, all judgment of yourself, of others, of circumstances and conditions, of what's going on in the world, meaning your immediate response to something isn't, oh, that's terrible, that's awful. You don't judge things as bad or good. You understand your power to come into the moment and elevate your consciousness to a grander perspective. In elevating your consciousness to a grander perspective, you immediately begin summoning more energy, more source energy to move into form in your experience, which we will talk more about momentarily. When someone has something come up like your back hurts today and you immediately go into, oh, what's wrong? This is something wrong with me. And your immediate judgment is, what's wrong? What did I do wrong? When you look at events in the world, and you, you go into reaction and get triggered or resistance when you're in a relationship with someone and you're trying to fix them, you're trying to fix yourselves, you're trying to change them. All of this comes from judgment. We understand why, we really do. But 
that's not how you intend it to navigate this incredible human experience. You are creator within your own creation. And everyone else is too. When you understand your wholeness, your perfection, that you are whole and healed, when you have an experience that we refer to as realization, where you come into the moment and you integrate every part of you into this moment so fully that you are totally satiated, full, filled up with all that you are, so satiated in this moment. You, you, you don't want this moment to end. It's so full. It's so expansive. It's so incredible. And then the next moment is just an expansion of that. And the next moment is an expansion of that. That is realization. And in realization, the past is healed. You are whole. You integrate every part of you. You come into this place of pure love. And from there, your well-being and your abundance is assured. There are a few things that humans do that entangle them in the third dimension. Number one is believing you are unworthy, that you're not enough yet. I have to go out and make this amount of money and then I'll be enough. Then I'll be worthy. It's a game you play with yourself. And until you know you are worthy and you are worthy of having it all, you will not allow yourself fully into the experience of the pure love that you are. The other things humans do is deny their power. Something happens, you react. Someone says something you don't like, you go into resistance or reaction. Something you want is not there, you, you create resistance. When you resist anything, you resist everything. When you know your power is all in the now moment, it is all your power and it's all in the moment, and you stop giving your power away. In fact, if you feel resistance, if you are reacting, if you are triggered, in what way am I giving my power away? In what way am I creating a belief or a story right now that I am unworthy? And the third things humans do so uh, unknowingly is deny love for yourself. This right here can bring you fully into realization and heaven on earth forevermore to go beyond the third dimension of separation fully into the fifth dimension of pure love. Be aware of how you deny love for yourself. Be aware in the moment of how you're going back to an old story of what someone said to you. Go back in that moment and love yourself and say what you would say to yourself as the loving, conscious, divine being that you know you are. This is also true in the process of creation. When you go into your imagination, you feel something, a potential and a possibility, and you, and you feel the, the experience of it so deeply. Maybe it is having a 
a, a great flow of abundance in your life. And then you go back to your day-to-day life and say, oh, I'm broke. I have no money. I, I, it never works out for me. Oh, another bill. In that moment, you are denying the reality that you have created that is moving into your experience because you are a powerful creator of your reality. And we can expand on this more. Understand this. Your consciousness, the level of consciousness you're in, is determining the level of energy, source energy, God force into form. Consciousness moves energy into form, which simply explains why it's so difficult when you're in a third dimension of lower consciousness, or even when you're in the fourth dimension of transformation, trying to fix things or fix everyone else. When you come into the highest level of consciousness in the moment, you are fully opening and summoning source energy or allowing source energy. You will know you are doing this because you will feel joy. You will feel uplifted. You will feel love. You will feel passionate. You will feel inspired. That is allowing energy. That energy can do the impossible. It can create miracles. It can divinely orchestrate incredible manifestations for you. It can bring forth the experience of true creation in form in any moment, which is why it's so important. Remember, consciousness moves energy into form. If you're not feeling very inspired, if you're feeling like things are difficult, it's probably because with your vibration, you are in a through the resistance in your vibration, you're in a lower level of consciousness and you're not summoning very much energy and your body knows it's a conduit for source energy, which is why you can feel it in your body and it feels so awful to you. Does this all make sense to you, Alfred? It does. It does. It makes all amazing sense. Thank you so much for that answer. Now, do we each have a destiny and a purpose in this life and if we do can we also screw it up along the way we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor and now back to the show we'll answer this a few ways can you screw it up mm-hmm. not really can you make it far more difficult than you intended it to be you have the free will to choose and many do make it far more difficult than it needs to be because they're either denying love for themselves, they're denying their power, or they're denying that they're worthy of the experiences they want to have. You're here to choose. You're here to choose. And we would explain it like a metaphor. If you take a seed from a tomato plant and put it in the ground, you would expect that a tomato plant is going to grow. You know, in fact, that that's what's going to grow there. You wouldn't plant a tomato seed and expect a potato to grow. You have a destiny. 
you placed a seed within your heart when you chose this human experience. You are encoded. It's all within you. Your destiny is within you. What determines how big that tomato plant gets? The environment, how you nourish it, nurture it, water, sunlight, the soil. But what is that? It's your thoughts. It's your stories. It's your beliefs. It's your vibration. It's your consciousness level. It's how much energy you're allowing. How much energy that tomato plant receives will determine how big and lush those tomatoes will be. You have a destiny. You really cannot get it wrong. You can make it really difficult for yourself. You have dreams in your heart. You place them there. If you're not living them fully, somewhere you do not believe you are worthy of them. You do not believe you have the power. You're denying love for yourself, which is limiting the source energy that's flowing through you into form. Your destiny will come to you in your joy, in your love, as you shine, as you allow yourself to be all that you are. When you live fully and love fully and allow yourself to be all that you are, your destiny will come to you. It will just be choiceless. The energy and the light will guide you every step of the way. Ultimately, you're here to realize, to come into realization, to remember who you really are, and that you're here to play and create and have fun. You get to choose the experiences you want to have for you. And once you come into that place of realization, everything expands. You go beyond. A whole new world opens up to you. You truly live an experience of paradise wherever you are. And what used to be awful, you have a much grander perspective of now. You have an awareness. You have an ability to perceive. And the experience of living your destiny is a moment-to-moment -moment being totally satiated in all that you are, the joy and the fun that you are experiencing while you just create more and more and more. Does this make sense to you? Mm -hmm. It makes perfect sense. Now, do we plan our life before we incarnate? And if we do, is there any beings or for lack of a better word, people who help us on the other side. Well, indeed, and this is your proof of it. We are on this side or stay in this dimension of consciousness as you guiding you so that we can always bring forth to you a grander perspective that you may not be able to perceive through your human senses. You have 
an unfathomable amount of beings focused on you, guiding you, supporting you, loving you, aligned to the truth of you in every moment. And everyone else also does too. Yes, you have a plan, but you also know that this is an experience of free will and you are really excited. This is the best thing going on anywhere right now on earth at this time, what you are experiencing and you wanted to be here for it. This is the greatest transformation of human consciousness that has ever occurred in any lifetime. This is the greatest awakening of a species at an expedited rate that has ever occurred. And you wanted to be here for it. You wanted to be part of it because of your great love for humanity, for the animals, for your beloved earth. You're here because of your great love. You knew this was the great awakening. You knew this would be the great transformation of consciousness on earth. You knew that an entire species was going to awaken to the love that they are. And you wanted to witness it in a physical body with your incredible human senses, for the joy of it, for the magic of it, for the power of it. So, yes, you did have a plan. And you living your life to the fullest, whatever that means for you, is the greatest thing that you could ever do for your beloved human family. You transcending out of separation, fear, lack, limitation, suffering, struggle, into peace, joy, love, harmony, freedom, abundance, well-being, is the greatest thing that you can do for your beloved human family. As you explore your imagination and experience manifestation and new levels of creation, you seed all of humanity with greater potentials and possibilities that are available to all. Does this answer your question? It does. It does. Now, how do our past lives affect us in this life? Well, for most of you, you use your stories of your past lives to give your power away in this life and in this moment. Hmm. We'll give you an example. Someone said, I had a past life where I was stoned for speaking this truth. So I go to put myself out in the world and share my truth and my messages, but I can't move forward because of what happened in my past life. And we would say there's no difference from what you're calling a past life or younger years in this life. You are a creator within your own creation. You are a powerful creator. You are a multi-dimensional being. All things are happening now. Get your power back in this moment. And we said to this person, okay, 
So go back into that past life and stand up and say, no, this is not happening. Put down your stones. I am here as pure love. Look into my eyes as I look into yours. You are pure love. You are divine. This is not happening. Put down your stones. Go home. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And see yourself standing there in your power, so moved by love, by the energy that you feel in every cell of your body. And smile. That's how powerful you are. Do you understand? I do. Um, if you, it, this is a question I get all the time. Why would a soul want to reincarnate into an abusive family, abusive relationship, or have some sort of physical disease or impairment uh, or handicap that will will torture them essentially for their entire lifetime? Why would why would a soul want to do that? Well. <laughs> First, we will tell you, you will always cause your own suffering when you think you know what another soul's journey should be. You have chosen this life and your journey aligned to your soul is the most important thing here. We have brought forth a uh, understanding of what we referred to as the 11 spiritual roles of the soul. Messenger, uplifter, way shower, connector, which you very well are, guide, many other things. But one of these roles is the transformer. They often choose to come into families where there are patterns or uh, generations of abuse, maybe alcohol, drugs, negativity, physical, sexual. And they awaken into their power and say, no more. This stops with me. And in their realization and coming into their power and remembering who they really are, they transform generations of negative patterns. And many of you have chosen that from your highest perspective, you know you are only love. You know there is only love. And you know the truth of the other. It is often hurt people that hurt people. It is often people that have been hurt themselves that hurt the animals with little consciousness of their impact. 
for someone who comes in with what you call uh, a, a tragic situation. For example, not too long ago in your human experience, having a child who had Down syndrome was something one wanted to avoid. Yet, if you have ever been around a child with Down syndrome or an adult with Down syndrome, you will likely find one of the happiest, most loving beings you have ever met. And it's clear that nothing has gone wrong. We were recently asked about a child who was diagnosed with a terminal disease. And you can look at that and say, oh, that's terrible. But the truth of everything is love. The truth of that child is love. The love it has brought to the world, the love that it is. And you have no idea whether that child choosing to come forth to support and guide their parents to their own awakening and realization so they can transcend into pure love. When you look at it from that perspective, if you can just allow yourself into the potentials and the possibilities of how this is happening for you and is a gift, in that moment you will open up and receive all that this experience has to offer you. Does that answer your question? It does. It does. Now, what happens to a soul once it decides that it is done with this life? Literally, like we're die, it dies here. The body here dies. It goes back. Uh, I've had a lot of near death experiencers on the show, so I have some idea of what happens, at least from their point of view, of what happens on the other side. But I'd love to hear your thoughts of what happens to the soul. Where does it go? How you know? Does it hang out at a bar waiting for the next life? Uh, <laughs> what happens on the other side in that sense? Well, first we'd like to talk about the transition process on your planet. We've had many ask us, how do you eradicate cancer or other terminal diseases? How do you get rid of all that stuff? And our answer to that is, so long as souls are still contracting with cancer as their way of transitioning out of the physical body. You will always have terminal diseases. Every single one of you, including your animal species, has the ability to peacefully release the density of the body and transition into non-physical without pain, without suffering, without trauma. Just your awareness of this begins to change everything. 
we would say, it's like a call. The human starts to feel that it's time for the next grand adventure, that it's time to move into higher dimensions of consciousness where the body is not necessary. It begins to feel this and gets even excited about this. They go to their loved ones and say, I've got a grand adventure coming up. I'm going to make my transition. I'm so excited. I love you. I will always be with you. I'm going to change into non-physical form, but I'm going to be more with you than I could even be when I was in physical form. And it would be accepted and it would be celebrated just like birth. In fact, birth is far more like death and death is far more like birth. You would celebrate it. You would understand because you would not believe in the illusion of separation. The person would begin to feel it even more or the animal until they maybe got to the place where they were somewhat in this world, but very much on the other side already. They might lay down on the ground under their favorite tree and close their eyes, taking deep breaths, feeling a gentle contraction in the body as the soul gently releases the body into the earth and moves fully into non-physical. What will the soul experience at that moment? Well, they've probably already started to feel it a little bit, but it's pure bliss, pure love, total freedom, oneness with everything. You reemerge back into the consciousness and the energy that you are. You still are consciousness. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Many experience a light. Many experience a tunnel of light, but it's you. That light that you see is you. The light is you. It's your light. Many have an experience. If they were one who believed strongly in a particular religion or what happens in the moment of death, and they will experience that. Just like when you have a beautiful dream that's so real, they will have that experience in the moment of transition. And then they will fully reemerge into the source, the God, the divine that they are. Because of your perceiving mechanisms, what you see, what you hear, what you taste, what you touch, what you smell, and what you think, 
which is a perceiving mechanism, you cannot fully experience or even explain or understand that you are source and you can experience yourself as absolute oneness with source and you can experience yourself as a unique expression of source. Each of you in human form are also source can always reemerge back fully into oneness with source while also being a unique expression in physical form. The soul can do the same. The soul can express itself as a guide to someone they love on earth while also knowing their absolute oneness with source. So even your soul, as it moves into, and that's really how we will explain it to you, a higher dimension of consciousness where you are at a vibration or a frequency of no longer being in physical form, but you are still consciousness, energy, and light. And because you are still consciousness, you can focus your energy into the bird that flies and sits down next to your loved one. And they think of you, that person that transitioned. They know your energy's there. You have focused through your consciousness the energy that you are into this bird that is there sitting with your beloved human on the other side. This happens all the time. So does the soul then choose to go to the bar? If it is there, if it is what they want to focus themselves into, because there, there is absolutely no delay in creation. You are always creating. We would explain the sixth dimension as the dimension of what you would call your imagination or a beautiful dream state. There still is form. You are still imagining things in form. You might imagine pink trees and you might imagine light beings and you might imagine a golden waterfall, but you're still in the sixth dimension imagining form. There are many other higher dimensions of consciousness. It is absolutely not a hierarchy. It's an experience. When one begins to focus beyond form, there is a whole nother realm. But again, this is a grand adventure here. Especially when you allow yourself into the awareness of who you really are and what is possible and live from that place. Does that make sense to you? It does make great, great answer, my my friends. I appreciate that. That was uh, that was wonderful. Now, another question I get asked all the time is, why is there so much pain associated with learning lessons in a life? Well, we don't say that you're here to learn lessons. Hmm. You're here to play and create and have fun. You're here to express yourself fully. You're here for expansion, and you're here to choose the experiences you want to have. This is an experience of free will. It's free will. 
So if you think you're here to learn lessons, there will always be more lessons. If you think you only learn from the difficult lessons, then your lessons will be difficult. When you come into awareness and begin to perceive that you aren't here to learn lessons, you're here to play and create and have fun and expand and express yourself and choose the experiences you want to have. Well, then that will be your experience. If one believes they're here to write some terrible karma from the past, you are creator within your own creation. There is no judgment from our side ever about what you choose in your experience, but we come forth so that you do not forget who you really are and the power you have and that you are creator within your own creation. We bring forth a awareness for you to perceive beyond the limitation and expand into a grander perspective of what is possible. Well, Many have a belief, whether conscious or subconscious, life is hard, Life is difficult. You have to work hard and struggle and suffer. It's going to take you 50 years or 60 years or 40 years or 80 years. Or that life is about suffering. None of this is true unless you believe it and therefore create the experience of it. Well, let me ask you this then. What is the idea of karma then and, and understanding that if you do something in this life, the soul chooses to balance itself and experience something to learn a lesson in this life, not to do that. What's your opinion of that? Well, the moment you reemerge back in a non-physical, you might call it that between life state, you know who you are. You are God. You are divine. There is only love. You know the truth of yourself. You know the truth of the other. You understand that this is just a game of consciousness. It's all about the consciousness level. Mm. You understand what happens in lower dimensions of consciousness. You understand when one is in an experience of complete separation from themselves and their source, that is where harm occurs to yourself more so than anything. But yes, harm to others or uh, animals. So it's not that the soul wants to come back and right the wrong or struggle or suffer for this terrible thing that they did. But they may want to come back and experience and awaken and realize in physical form the love and the truth that they really are. That is how we can best explain it to you. Does that make sense? It does. It does. You asked us earlier about beings, yes. uh, specific beings. Every being has a unique vibrational signature. When you are expressing as that uniqueness, you have this vibrational signature. So when you come into physical form, you are perceiving through your physical senses, what you see, what you hear, what you taste, what you touch, what you smell, and what you think. Your vibrational signature, although it cannot be really interpreted through physical senses, is known by everyone else on the planet. 
no matter where they are. This is also true for animals. And places have vibrational signatures. So whether you're conscious of it or not, what's really going on is energy and light is guiding you. And you really are choosing to reconnect with this being whose vibrational signature you know. And you literally draw each other into the same experience of reconnection no matter where they are in the world. Does this make sense to you? It does. It does. How do we awaken within this dream? We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Well, how did you awaken? Uh, I read a book. And <laughs> that started the path. I read autobiography. How did you feel of it. when you read the book? I felt I felt truth. I read autobiography of a yogi by Yogananda, and that yeah. book opened ideas and thoughts into my head that kept me going down certain paths. And as I kept going down that path, I kept starting to awaken more and more to the point where I started a show like this. And then in the last year and a half, the amount of awakening I've done purely by interacting with with um, with souls, uh, plural, like yourselves, uh, or entities like yourself on my show, I've uh, absorbed an immense amount of information that, again, is reminding me of who I truly am. Mm -hmm. But that was there was a, a starting point. It could be a book. It could be a million different. It could be meeting a person. But in your, is that basically the answer? Then it, it all depends on the person. Well, our answer would be awareness and love. Mm. We'll start with love. You probably know someone and they were in a relationship with someone or even it could be a parent, child or a relative and they really, really loved that person. That person was really special to them and that person was into all this stuff. <laughs> and although it was so far from what they had learned in a religion or from others, their love for that person allowed them to open their awareness. And then the awareness allowed them to move into awakening. The same is true with anything that you love. There are many who struggle to believe all of this because of the way they were taught. But when their beloved pet dies and they want a message from that pet or their beloved family member dies, and they want a message from that family member, they're willing to go beyond everything they learned because of that love. And that love will bring them into the awareness and the awareness will take them into awakening. But anything that you love has the potential to awaken you. Even science, uh, hobbies, sports, any of those things that you love can bring you into awareness. And awareness really is what leads to the awakening. Some intentionally, proactively seek awareness, which is what you did in reading the book and then continuing on this beautiful journey of awareness. Does that make sense to you? 
It does. It does. Now, I I have questions that I ask all of my guests. And last time I asked Sarah these questions, but this time I'm going to ask you these three questions to see what you have to say. What is your definition of living a good life? Well, first off, we would say it's feeling good. It's feeling good every moment. And if you don't, you can go back to one of three things. How am I denying my power? How am I denying love for myself? Or how am I denying my worthiness in this moment? So when you resist anything at all, you resist everything. When you're in resistance, you are not allowing yourself to summon the energy that is your energy. In that moment, when you are in resistance, you would probably tell us, I don't feel very good. Your body doesn't feel very good. Your thoughts aren't very good. So feeling good is the foundation. Then from there, when you really move into that state of raising your consciousness, your vibration, your frequency, and you understand that true creation is when what you want and need shows up even before you know you need it, and you get to choose the experiences you have for you, you're here to live an extraordinary life. When you understand how important you living your life to the fullest is, you living a, living a good life or a extraordinary life or a magical life or a happy life, whatever it is for you, is the greatest way you serve your beloved human family. Then whatever that means to you and you don't all choose the same thing. We say that heaven on earth, coming into that state of heaven on earth or a new earth, you don't all choose the same thing. Some of you want travel and adventure. Some of you want family and and some of you want animals and some of you want to uh, run and, and be athletic and some of you like gentle, peaceful harmony, whatever it is, it's perfect. But you get to choose. And from there, all you do is allow it. You'll know that you are allowing it when you feel joy, when you feel love, when you feel good when you feel inspired. But we assure you, your life is meant to be so very good for you. Does that um, answer your question? It does. What is your definition of God? Mm, you. <laughs> you are our definition of God. And what is the ultimate purpose of life? Joy creation, love, passion, really, you are life. You are the life. You are what gives this life. You are your life. It's meant to be joyful. It's meant to be about love because love is all there is. But you're really here as creator within your own creation of reality. And you focused yourself into this experience where there was form to create in form that which was beautiful and amazing to you. Everything is potential. Everything is potential. 
anything you might think is going wrong or its potential, not changing it, the potential for creating. When one says we're going through a lot of change or things are changing or things changed, we say instead of trying to navigate through change, navigate through creation. That's what's really happening here. Your creator within your own creation. And everyone else also is too. And do you have a final message for the audience? Oh, you are everything you wish to be. You already are. It is all within you. And it always has been. But allow yourself to be totally satiated in the becoming of all that you are. Allow yourself to be totally satiated, full, filled up, so satiated in this incredible experience of becoming and choosing the experiences you want to have for you. We have enjoyed this conversation with you so very much. You are us. We are you. You, all of you, whenever you hear this, whenever you listen to this, we are speaking to you. You are us. We are you. You are the council here on earth. And we are always with you, always available to you. We love you. We love you. We love you. And with that, we are complete. Ooh, that was wonderful. How are you feeling? Oh, I feel great. <laughs> <sighs> there are no words for the love that I feel and the love that they are and the love that they have mm. for us here on earth and for you. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty remarkable, uh, to say the least. Um <sighs> We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Uh, yeah, I'm in still a little bit in awe <laughs> that session, so I'm still trying to gather myself. Um, where can uh, I normally ask you those questions? Do you remember much or anymore, or do you not remember? Oh, I I remember everything. I I do, but I experience it all from a higher level of consciousness. And so if I were to say, oh, oh, they talked about this and that, I, I, it's not like that for me. I just feel the activation of whatever they brought through. I feel the frequency of what they brought through or the, the knowing or the awareness. You know, I know mm -hmm. they talked about awareness. I just feel all that. It's almost a download. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. the ma matrix style. Just download. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> download it right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, uh, since I already asked them the questions I always ask everybody, um, where can people find out more about you 
your amazing book or their amazing yeah. book, The Wisdom of the Council, yeah. uh, and any courses or anything else you have going on. Yeah, sarahlanda.com. Uh, you will find many different courses there. We have an advanced master's class program where we do a live call every Wednesday. We tend to have courses coming up. We have a whole section dedicated to free resources. Uh, you can find two new channeled messages from the council every month. We also have a YouTube channel, which is Sarah Landon Life. You can get the wisdom of the council, channeled messages for living your purpose at Amazon or Barnes and Noble. I have a second book coming out with Mike Dooley, which is nice. The Dream, The Journey, Eternity, and God, which is channeled answers to your deepest questions. Your When's biggest that come out? Questions. It that comes come out? out June 13th. 2023. You will be back um, then. <laughs> and yes, we will. And um also uh they can find the link below, I believe, mm -hmm. this video yes. to one of well, it is our number one top course, uh Welcome to Paradise, an invitation into New Earth. And that's a great place to start. Uh definitely encourage people. It has been one of the most incredible life-changing courses. It certainly changed mine, but we have many other courses, uh, MP3s, channeled MP3s, meditations, visualizations on the website. I just tell people, go follow the energy. If something lights up for you, if some image draws you in, start there and you'll find your way. So thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. And if for anybody who wants to, uh, access to that course, it's the first link at the bottom of this video and it's in the show notes, which uh, you will get the, if you're listening to this, you'll get the show notes at the end of this conversation. Um, Sarah, you, you are uh, amazing. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. Um, you know, we should, we should do this weekly. Seriously. It's wonderful. <laughs> I would love to, I would love to. This is no, it's great. Uh, when I was in that place of not knowing what my purpose was, I'd left my corporate career. I was channeling the council, but that didn't seem like, you know, how, how am I ever going to get from that to, you know, how's that my, my profession or my, my work in the world? I really didn't know at that point. But I remember uh, I, I would sit and talk for hours to a few dear people in my life. My aunt Sunny being one of them, we would just talk for hours about spirituality and consciousness and the council's wisdom and the teachings she had, had been immersed in throughout her life. And we would just talk for hours. And my best friend, um, uh, we would just talk for hours about this stuff and what the council had said and what they had brought through. And I was like, this is what I want to do with my life. Like, this is my purpose. I think <laughs> I just love to talk about that stuff. Now it didn't make any sense. how I was going to go from talking on the phone, you know, having these amazing conversations about spirituality and the council's wisdom and how we were living it to, Oh, wait, that's my purpose. And that's exactly what I do every day. And that's my highest joy. That's my, what I wake up so excited to do. And yet it all came together. And and I think it's important for people like you and me to talk about this because, you know, we started off in very different industries, <laughs> didn't know what our purpose was, but there are clues. Anytime I was getting on an airplane, I had some channeled book and I was reading this wisdom, this information, even before I started, you know, channeling the council, I was looking for these answers. Your purpose leaves clues. And you may not have any idea. I certainly 
had no idea that that it would get to this level and have this this much of a global reach or books with Hay House or doing these incredible events. I mean, just I had no I had no idea it would get to that place. But it seems like it happened overnight. But yet at the time, oh my gosh, I remember how many days it felt like, what am I doing? <laughs> how am I gonna figure this out? And yet if you just relax, it's right there. It's right there in front of you. But isn't it interesting though that like you're saying like how is this gonna work? Oh my God, that's all ego. That's all the mind. And I did the exact same thing. I'm like, when I started this show, I was just like, what am I doing? This, I don't even, like, why am I going down this road? I don't know. Like, how is this going to do anything? And then all of a sudden, you know, you fast forward a little bit and you're like, oh, it's also clear now. So because I found the path that I'm supposed to be walking on, I'm like, okay, now it's been made clear to me that, okay, yeah. this is what I'm supposed to be doing. But there's that level of fear. It's a chasm that you have to kind of walk across. Like I always use this analogy, like Indiana Jones on the last crusade, when he steps his foot over the edge, it's like, you have to have faith and mm -hmm. it, you can't see anything. But when he puts his foot down, there's a, there's a bridge. Yeah. And he, it, yeah. It, it's something similar. Like, just like you, you're just like, what am I, I would love to talk about this, but how am I going to go from this to, how am I going to make a living? How am I going to, yeah. you know, what are my yeah. friends are going to think when we, all this kind of stuff, yeah. but that's brain, that's your brain, that's your mind, that's your ego and in getting involved. So if you let go, just take that step yeah, and, and walk a little bit. It's not going to happen right after the first step. It's going to take a little bit. I'm assuming this didn't happen like the second you're like, okay, I'm, I'm in. And then all of a sudden, all the doors swung open. It takes time to build this, but you have to, right. it, every day you have to keep showing that faith. Every day you have to keep moving yeah. towards that direction. And if you're aligned, it will happen. Yeah. And I will also share that, for example, I started off doing sessions with close friends who wanted to talk to the council. I had no income coming in. I was living off my savings. I was going through my savings very quickly. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, this is so far from what I was living and what I had imagined for my life. And I just kept feeling like, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. I like, this is, this is only thing that lights up for me. I, a couple of times looked at going back to the corporate world and my body was like, no, like I almost cried. Like, I think I did <laughs> when I went to an interview one time, I was like, no, this is not it. But my logical mind is like, you need some income, right? Go back. What, what am I guided to do? What's, what's lighting up doing these sessions with the council for close friends who had questions. And then I started doing private sessions in person um, and charging for that, but it wasn't like, this is sustainable, yeah. right? There was sure maybe one a week or two or whatever. Then a couple more started coming. It took, you know, people started saying, oh, you should have a session with the council. And that was in person. Then I started doing some on the phone. This was pre-Zoom, right? Then I was asked if I, by someone who had done a private session, would I do a small group? So I did a small group. I didn't know if I could channel for a group. I didn't even know how that was going to work, but but it did then a little bit bigger groups. Then all of a sudden more people started coming and somebody recommended that I do a small telesummit. So I did a little telesummit, didn't even know what that was, but the lady asked, do I have a, an offer? And I'm like, a what? And she's like, can you make a little webinar or something to offer on there that 
you know, we could sell for $33 or something. I'm like, okay. So then I did this little webinar via audio, right? Then I started doing a free call every week. And um, that was very much guided and people loved it. And so I decided to create like a membership program where like it was the master's class advanced program at that time. And it was just one call a month that expanded into every week that expanded into doing integration to talk to people about how I live this and let them ask questions and questions with the council. Then I started getting all this inspiration for more courses. I had about five really pivotal moments. I was going to quit. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. I had no idea how this was ever going to work. And I couldn't find someone to create a website for me that understood what I was doing. (laughs) Through a divinely orchestrated experience, I met the person that would build this platform uh, who had extensive experience in this work and um, had worked with probably one of the most famous channels um, for many, many years and, and still does and also supports me. But it absolutely changed my life. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be here without him and what he did for me. He then brought in uh, an additional person that's still part of our team and part of our team that just brought all the pieces that he and I didn't have, the the, the everything beautiful and creative and amazing things and pipelines and all the other, you know, things for our website and a business and you know people just came and it just was like oh that's that's the next step right but I had a couple of moments I did the beyond the ordinary show with John Burgos and it completely changed my life all of a sudden I was doing sessions with people over the phone all over the world and they were recommending the council to people. At that point, I was I was really just doing sessions. Then it got to the point where we started doing courses and the master's class and these types of interviews and the book where I stopped doing private sessions. Then our master's class program grew, grew globally and we created community calls. Of the things that bring me the greatest joy that I couldn't have even imagined are these community calls. We started doing these incredible courses. Then... On the day before the mudslides in uh, California, I was supposed to do an interview with Kevin Moore from They Call Us Channelers mm-hmm. the day the mudslides happened. And he called and said, could you actually do it the day before? You know, We didn't know the mudslides were happening, obviously. Could you do it on this day, which was the day before? And I said, sure. He came, did the interview, and left. And that night, the mudslides happened. He never, We never would have had that interview. If, um, but that was another pivotal moment where all of a sudden the work and the council's message went to another level. Um, then I met Mike Dooley and, uh, Mike Dooley was just, uh, so uh, I offered him a session with the council. He was just so mesmerized by the council's wisdom that we did a live event together. We had over 25,000 people show up to listen to the council. He said, do you want to do a book with Hay House? Have you got a book? I said, yeah, I do. I sent the book to Hay House. And within two weeks, 
I had two book deals, one for the Wisdom of the Council, one for the second book that Mike and I are publishing. And there's a whole lot of other things, but these are not things I figured out. In my experience, <laughs> the, the most priceless things that will happen on your journey that will get you to the next place okay. are all people. They're all these connections and they're priceless. And you're one of those as well. Our first interview is is the, the, the highest <laughs> viewed video we've I mean ever put out in the world, and I just can't even quite put my arms around it. Sometimes when I think how many people have seen the wisdom of the council now, like I'll, I'll try not to get emotional about it, but it's just yeah. This is to anybody who has a dream in their heart. Yeah. I know you don't know how it's going to happen, but I promise you, if you just keep following your heart, you're going to have a life beyond your wildest dreams. And I couldn't have even thought to imagine this experience, like what we're doing right here in this moment. Neither so can you. I, and neither can I, by the way, I can't, I couldn't imagine this conversation. I, I, what has happened with the show and what's happening with the show and continues to happen with the show I, I, is is pretty awe-inspiring to me as well, humbling to say the least. Um, that's why I still remember when I, I sent you the email. I'm like, you, do, do you see what's happening? And you're like, I, uh, what? What's going on? Like, how is this How is this happening? And it's growing and it's growing. And and I have a feeling that it's just the beginning for both of us and, and what yeah. we're trying to do in the world. So um, on that note, I think uh, is a great place to leave it, my dear. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I look forward to seeing you again for your new book you, with guys. the council uh, in a few months. But uh, I appreciate you and I appreciate what you and the council are doing for the world. Aww. So thank you again. Thank you. I appreciate you. Love you. Just had such an amazing response from your beautiful community as well. So thank you so much. I want to thank Sarah and the council so much for coming on the show and sharing their message and knowledge with all of us. Thank you so, so much. And don't forget, if you want to check out Sarah Landon's channeled masterclass, just head over to the show notes at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash 192. It is in the link. She has a few amazing channeled courses that will definitely help you on your spiritual path. And if you've only been listening to this over podcast and you want to watch these amazing conversations, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, trust the journey. It is here to teach you. I'll talk to you soon.